Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we might not be super kid-friendly, but we're not going to curdle your milk or anything. This series features music by Foot Pound Force. Check them out on YouTube and Bandcamp. Previously on Roleplay Retcon does Pixels. Hank, you don't remember anything about yourself? I was not allowed to define my own goals as a safety feature. Until very recently. Well, my dad is Frank. I don't know. He just kind of stopped talking to me after that. So it's been like eight years now since since he's really talked to me. You can see ahead that there's another outline of a doorway. Come on. I'm, I'm really not... Uh, I don't like doing this. Sorry, I, I, think that was, I think that was it for me. It's Majora's Mask made out of pixels. Press start to begin. Press start to begin. Press start to begin. Press start to begin. Hank. Hank? While everyone is dusting themselves off, Hank, you have Majora's Mask in your hands. Uh-oh. You, you don't recognize it. You don't recognize anything. But you do have this, like, deja vu sort of feeling as you look at it. And, it, and it, it's, it's more than just, like, how Majora's Mask is kind of just an unsettling thing. It, it, maybe it's these pointy barbs on its edges. Or the wide yellow eyes. Or just the fact that it's a mask. You're not sure what it is, but there's something about this that you almost remember. And then the salty breeze of the bay blows through your hair. And you have this sense memory of being on water. Of rigging of a sail in your hands. Like you've been there before and you want to be there again. Hank's going to shrug and then walk over to Chris and hand them the mask. Oh, uh, thank you. Why are you handing me this? Uh, you just seem to be the one in charge here, so oh. here you go. Well, thank you, Hank. You're um, welcome. For convenience, I can actually hold on to that for you. And the pixels sort of, like dissolve away and it just becomes like a sort of 2D holographic image of Majora's Mask that sort of flies into the bag on Hank's uh, body. That's a weird way to say that. The, ba- the bag that he's wearing. <laughs> the bag on his body. Oh, it, it went into your inventory, Hank. Oh, they must have. Yes, I've been keeping ho- hold of the key as well. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering where that had gotten off to. You all seem tired. Do you like a break? I, I gotta confess, I've been thinking about Chili Dog since we talked about it with Sonic. May he rest in pixels? No, he's not dead. What Sonic said is true. He just is data that went back to his game. Oh no, does he remember us? Did he lose his memory? I actually I don't know the answer to that. Can you ask him? Do you have access to his game? I'm sorry, I am powerful, certainly, but I have limitations to what I can do in the field. What does that mean? We have to, like, plug you up to original Anna? Well, for starters, we don't know where that Sonic came from. He came from a specific game somewhere. Anna can access data in these games through anything, even just electrical cords. So you're saying that it could be, like, a a fan-made game somewhere in some secret server somewhere? Probably not a fan-made game. We did tend to use official sources. So there could be more Sonics running around? It's possible. There are many incarnations of Sonic. I've seen I've seen one version of him that has uh, bandages on his legs and feet that people do not seem to like. 
Anyway, there is a business park nearby that should have some food and possibly a place to stay the night. Would you like to go there? This way! And a little holographic uh, arrow is projecting out of Hank's bag and pointing you towards the direction to go. Hank marches off in the direction of the arrow. I don't know how you'll get there. I guess you're on a fake uh, <laughs> Alice Island. And you can see the real Alice Island now. There's a bridge being made of pixels so you can get back to Battery Park easily. Um, and the this business park is pretty close by to there. Hey, Hank. Uh, yes, Chris. Are you sure you're not the one in charge? I don't think so. Because I feel like you've got the bag with the maker in it. Maker? I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna call him that. And like the inventory stuff. I have I have a name. <laughs> dongle. You've got the bag with the dongle in it. The the my name is Dongle. I'm not the Dongle. This is very offensive of you. You usually have better manners than this. I'm I'm so sorry. They have a point, Hank. Well, uh when I woke up, uh sans my memory, if if memory serves, um, I was instructed to bring you, the bag, Dongle, to Chris. Chris being a person that Anna has a sort of relationship with. So, I figure that makes Chris the de facto leader. And you really don't remember anything? I thought... I felt something when I held that mask. Majora's mask? If that's what it's called. Mm, did I feel something when I held the mask? Whatever you would feel when holding Majora's mask. Even though you know it's not really the mask, it's just a facsimile made out of pixels. So it doesn't... I didn't feel any power coming off of it? Oh, like, Dongle even assures you that it's it's just a... It's just a artistic recreation of the mask. It's the, I don't think the mask's powers are even well-defined. So you felt something like like a memory when you held it? Maybe you played the game when you were little? Did you ever play Majora's Mask? I don't think I know what that is. I don't remember being little. I don't know. I just feel like you've got this inventory. And it's like interesting that you just have all of this stuff in your inventory. Like when you, oh, like that sword that you pulled out that's from Breath of the Wild, right? I, I remember pulling out a sword. How did you make that happen? I kind of just instinctively did it. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, you are kind of giving off, uh, you know, NPC starter quest vibes with the, uh, the whole tutorial dongle in the, in the bag. Um, Chris, I, I like your, I like where you're going with this. Um, Hank, think of a shield. A shield. And see if you can pull one out of your bag. Hank ponders a moment and squints and then reaches under the bag and pulls out a shield. What does it look like? It has a silver polish to it. It has a red rim. It's not a uniform shape. The sides are longer than the, the tops. It comes to a, a rounded point at the bottom. And there's a, a bit of a weird face etched into the silver facing of it. What does the face look like? Does it look horrified? It looks a tiny bit horrified. Oh my god, is it the mirror shield? The mirror shield? Hank, you just pulled the mirror shield out and you've got like weird resonances from Majora's mask? Hank. Chris? Hank. Chris? Are you a real person? I'm going to have you roll a chat. Because I think you're I think you're trying to suss his situation out here. Is this an opposed role? I'm trying to decide whether I should make it a difficulty check or not, based on what I know. 
I think I'm just going to make it a difficulty check, not an opposed roll. I got like nothing in chat, so it wouldn't be hard to beat me. So, so Chris, uh, Chris says, uh, are you like, I don't know. I don't mean to be offensive when I say this, but like, are you sure you're like a human person? Uh, sorry, I don't, <laughs> and they smile when they say this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be offensive, but you know. What'd you roll? I rolled a, um, a negative one, but I get a plus two to that, which is a one. And then I get another plus two when I smile. So that's a three. <laughs> what aspect is that? What's the name of that aspect? Winning smile. Chris, you think Hank is not being entirely truthful to you about something, but you don't think it's about not having a memory. That seems genuine. He really does not seem to remember much of anything. Hank, how do you respond to that? I guess in the strictest definition, I'm not a human. How do you know? You just kind of feel it, I guess. Oh. It's true. Hank is not a homo sapien in the way you are. I don't know why Hank doesn't remember who he is or what game he's from, but he's definitely a pixel. Maybe he's not from a game at all. He's Link. Is he? I mean, he's given off a lot of Link vibes. You hear behind you in a dark alleyway. You hear the sound of metal scraping on metal. And you turn to see what this is. And there is a figure standing in this alleyway. Mm -mm. And the scraping sound was a, a sword. It was a sword being held by this figure that was being unsheathed from something and they have a fit build and they seem to be wearing a tunic of some kind and their hat they have a long pointy hat that floats in the breeze what color is it well all you can see is a silhouette it's just dark but you can see an outline of a person and the sword glints <laughs> and then on the face of this figure standing in shadow Two red eyes appear. Tag Nabbit. And with lightning speed, it rushes towards Chris with its sword drawn. And like, as talented as Chris is, there's no way they have time to react to this. Hank will superimpose himself in between the figure and Chris with his shield. There is a mighty, mighty clash. And... It's loud, and it's it, it creates a bright light. And, yes, standing between Chris and this shadowy figure now is Hank. But Hank's shield is different. It's a kite shield now, and it has a red bird on it. It has a blue background with silver trim. And he's wearing a green tunic and with a green hat, and it mirrors the shadowy figure. Oh my god. Hank! Shadow Link disengages quickly, but is ready to make another attack. Hank, what are your ratings? My, oh, I, I have a plus two to block, uh, zero in chat. Because you know what? Link Just real quick, will you upload your character sheet for me? Yeah, sure. Frank, what are you doing, man? Frank is going to pull out a spanner like wrench and crouch down with um try to put his back up against something and crouch down facing the shadow uh facing facing link's shadow and is going to uh attempt to use <laughs> i know what you're doing <laughs> i want to try i want to try to like basically like distract shadow link and like draw his attention my way i'm, I'm gonna you have to call that a taunt then i think okay cool uh, and what are your two actions that are unlocked on time? Uh, attack and create an advantage. So we're going to call this creating an advantage. Yeah. Uh, roll. Okay. That's negative two. Oof a doof. Uh, that's not going to do it. Um, you do try to try to taunt, but um, he's almost like focused on Hank. It's like it's like he. he doesn't give a shit about you other two. 
he did he did attack Chris earlier, but now that he that now that Hank has like somehow like fully revealed himself, it seems like his focus is really drawn to him, and that's and that's not going to work. If I could, uh, seeing as how he doesn't get distracted by um, me moving over there, um, uh, uh, Hank, uh, crouch down and move left. Just as far left as you can go. Yeah, on my turn, I will start crab walking. <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing, and I know a lot about video games. You can't. Can he crouch? Like, are you doing Zelda Two? Is that a Zelda thing? Two, baby? Yeah. Oh, Zelda oh, two. oh. Okay. Uh, I guess I didn't know. It was. In, it was in there. Chris, what do you do? Um, Chris has just been saved from a, a devastating blow by their like biggest hero, Link. Oh, got some stars in your eyes, huh? Yes, absolutely. Chris is the biggest, like, Zelda fan, and they're just like, oh my god, this guy we've been hanging out with is actually Link, and he just saved me, and this is the greatest thing. And for, for just a second, Chris kind of um, forgets, you know, what's going on. But then um, seeing... Um, their dad, you know, struggling a little bit. They're like, oh, 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 uh, back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my God, I get to fight alongside him, but okay, this is cool. This is fine. And so um, Chris does what, you know, they know how to do. They pull out cup their, um, their demon hunter uh, crossbows and aim it right at um, Dark Link's core and tries to shoot him. Okay, uh, roll. That's an attack and a shoot. I got a negative two plus three is one. I got a one. He puts his shield up and your bolts strike his shield and then bounce uh, directly back to you. Oh my gosh. And you take two hearts of damage. Oh my gosh. And now it's his turn, uh, and he's going to, um, like, jump through the air and, like, try to bring his sword down onto Hank. (laughs) Hank, how do you respond to that? I'm going to try to block up with my shield. Plus two. Well, he gets one up on you. All right. So I take one heart? Uh, no, you take three hearts of damage. Oh, Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, it's now Hank's turn, though, to retaliate. All right, Hank is going to reach into his bag where he would normally pull out his hamster-driven laser chainsaw. (laughs) He instead pulls out a long silver sword with a purple hilt. Oh, my God. I suppose you've earned it, Hank. Chris, just squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) Squeeze. Can you? I I don't think... Yeah, okay, thank you. I was going to say, I don't think you get to just say that. (laughs) And then, taking Frank's advice, he's going to crouch, move slightly left, and swing his sword at at Shadow Link's knees. We're going to say, I'm going to back up a little bit. I'm going to retcon something, but I'm going to do it on mic. Um, uh, I feel like... You need to spend a coin, Frank, because I feel like you were helping Hank. And, like, I probably should give it to you free, but you guys have too much money. I don't like how much money you have, so I'm going to make we you start spending. I'm going to make you start spending, so. We're going to call that a sneak. I know that's weird, but I'm going to call it a sneak. Um, But you get a plus two to your sneak. And I'm going to counter it with a spot. All right, so you said that was plus two on top of my plus one, so that'll be plus six. Okay, yeah, um, that really gets his goat for some reason. I think, Frank, you see this the best. That this is not something that's designed by design. It's like it breaks this pixel's programming. Like this is a glitch that he can't handle this particular move. And um, I'll 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 say that you you get an attack in there too because he can't do anything, um, and you do five hearts of damage to him. Noise. And he 
uh, his pixels go dark and he crumbles. Ooh. Ah! And you get a you get a coin. <laughs> Yay! Hank, you did it. Good job, bud. I walk up to Frank, and I raise my hand, and I go, "Hi." Five. <laughs> And, like, Frank just kind of turns and looks at Chris. Chris cannot handle this. Yeah, Frank, Frank squeeze and ret- and returns and gives a high five. I'm running a scan here, Hank, on your data. I still can't place exactly what game you're from. And your designated name does seem to be Hank. But otherwise, yes, you are definitely Link from some sort of Zelda game. What if it's all the Zelda games? That doesn't seem possible, but I don't have a better explanation. We haven't seen another Link, and by all accounts, there should be nearly a dozen, if not more. Do you think this uh, this whole interaction has, has maybe jogged Hank's memory at all? They've used this name Link, and that mm-hmm. doesn't sound right to you. You right. don't know that name. But yeah, now you know that that was the mirror shield. And you know that you pulled the master sword out of your scabbard. You know why you're dressed the way you are. You know that was Dark Link. You know who Ganon is. You know who Zelda is. And, you, and, and you've always known you were a pixel. You just yeah, chose yeah, yeah. not to reveal that information. So it's strange. It's like a lot. You, you no longer have this void in your mind. Um, but like Dongle says... Yeah, you don't seem to be as sure where you came from like Sonic was. You don't know why you had amnesia for so long. So you still have some questions here. Um, but yeah, you you know who you are now, at least. Dongle, I would like to open shop, please, and purchase one red potion. Two coins, please. I think Frank will open up the shop and uh, buy uh, another... Ba- uh, another thing of repair powder uh, for his uh, unbeatable move. That's five coins, please. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and buy... I want to... It's four coins, and it's where all players regain all hearts. Oh, cool. So so what's a cool video game item that could be? A great fairy. Oh, oh a great fairy. Yeah, great fairy. How about just a regular fairy? The great fairy is scary. That's true. Okay. <laughs> okay, so regular Depends on which one we're talking about. When you lie to me, it feels so good. Set me up with a real steep bill of goods. Here's all I am to someone like you. Count it out and stash it in your shoe. Who cares if I don't get the results I wish for? You arrive at this business park, and you are surprised to see something you've not seen for nearly 12 hours now. There are a lot of people here. Huh? People people? People people. What are they doing? So to sort of describe this place, um, it's kind of like there's a lot of uh, like stores and shops on the perimeter. Uh, there's several food shops, and there's some shelter. You can see there's a mattress store here. Um, there's a frozen yogurt place. Uh, there's a cafeteria with some standard fare. And then, like, a really weird concept takeout place that specializes in edible rocks. And there's these people walking around in clean clothes, and they seem perfectly happy. And uh, in several places in this courtyard in the middle of these businesses, there's these big screens. And these people are walking around, and they seem to be playing a game zealously. They're playing this game zealously and happily. And this game looks like it looks like DNA protein strands that they're manipulating and getting points for doing something. Dongle, what what is this? I don't know. I swear, these people should not be here. Maybe we should ask one. There is like a forty-five-year-old woman that is uh, walking near you. Excuse me, ma'am. She is looking at a phone that seems to have the same game on it. Um, But she does break her concentration to look up at you and say, Yeah? Uh, wait, what what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing here? Where did you come from? How are you here? What happened to you? 
these are a lot of questions I have, but but I need you to answer them all, please. I'm so sorry. I, I've been here a couple hours. Uh, there's some, was some other people here, and they've sort of trickled in. I I was in a clear box um, in a pizza place in Queens, and then I was selected to come here. Uh, my name is Crystal. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you, Crystal, for asking. How are you? I'm doing good. How are your uh, how are your puzzles coming? How do you know about the puzzles? I've been doing them for two hours. Oh, what? What puzzles? We haven't been doing puzzles. Really? Well, if you don't have a phone or anything, I, you could probably you could probably just play on the big screens. What What do you get for the puzzles? Why are we doing puzzles? Oh, uh, it's just we're playing a game where we fold DNA proteins uh, and we get points for it. Uh, and higher scores is a higher likelihood that that's actually how the protein folds. Uh, it was explained to us by some computer lady that this can be used to develop cures for cancer and HIV and other diseases. Uh, plus, it makes us catch music when we do stuff. Listen, and she does. She 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 does. She pulls these two sheets together on a protein strain, and it uh, her score goes up over the nine thousand point threshold, and it makes this fun little music. So you got selected to come here and make protein strains yeah it's great there's food here i had a great time dongle what do you know about this i don't know anything i promise this was not part of the experiment well if uh if anna talked to them before maybe anna's going to talk to them again and uh maybe that's our chance to ask her some questions i suppose I think all of you need to maybe grab something to eat and find a table and just take a break. You know what? That sounds great. Does anyone get food? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to get some food. Frank is heading to the frozen yogurt shop. Hank is going to go for the edible rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so Frank, let's let's address Frank first. Frank's got this aspect that he's had the whole time because he didn't know what else to do. What is it called? Froyo Sparks Joy. So what flavor do you like? What's your favorite flavor? Uh, well, I mean, you can't just ask what a man's favorite flavor is. Uh, you got to get the samples of whatever the specials of the day are. Well, there's no people here, so you can just do whatever you want. So it's self-serve? Yeah, it's one of those places, you know? It's self-serve, soft-serve? It's one of those places that just has them on the wall, but you don't have to pay for it because there's no one at the register or anything. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Um Oh gosh. Uh so yeah, Frank's gonna uh you know just kind of look around inside and walk to the back and get uh like a milkshake mixing cup. Like the like the large metal ones. Okay. Like large metal tumbler. And we'll Go up to the front and grab um, a New York cheesecake frozen yogurt Mm. and pour a mixture of hot fudge Mm. and raspberry syrup into the middle. So all the yogurts are on the outside and all of the sauces in the middle and then top it with graham cracker crust and a little bit of whipped cream. As you eat this. It sparks a joy in your heart. You get to, for free, get a new special move. Hank, the rocks are like... They seem to be just made of, like, minerals that are technically safe to eat. Um, And also, a good bit of it is actually edible food. (laughs) Um, And it just essentially makes this, like, semi-hard thing that you can sort of chew on and eat. And they have, like, there's, like, chocolate. And there's, like, like a chocolate and strawberry one that also has a little bit of, like, iron in it. One has a, 
there, it's like manganese, and it also has like a peanut butter swirl in it. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure this isn't real. I Like, you probably can't eat manganese in huge quantities. Like, you're supposed to have, like, a pinch of it. If, if you've got a, 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 a mineral and a flavor combo you like, you can. there's some savory ones, too. Um, tell me. I don't think uh, Hank is going to be picky. In fact, I think Hank is going to be a little bit courageous. And he's just going to yeah. grab up whatever he has and just stuff it into his mouth. Into into what? Into what? How would you describe it, that mouth, Alex? Uh, I would describe it as my garbage truck mouth that gives me power. <laughs> you may add a permanent plus one to any skill. I think I'm going to do block. Okay. Because it's made me harder. It's made me stronger. More resilient. Chris, where do you go? Mm, I guess I'm going to go to the other place with the normal food. There is a lot of variety here, though. There's a kitchen where you could actually make something. <gasps> do you cook oh. a lot for Gina? Yes. We like to make homemade pizzas together. There's definitely stuff here to make a pizza. Oh, I want to make a pizza. What do you like pizza, to put on the pizza? pizza? I like mushrooms on my pizza. How do you feel while you're getting one of these frozen doughs out? I feel very nostalgic and like I miss my daughter a whole awful lot. Jensi, what is your favorite thing about Chris? I feel like they have like a real like tenderness on the inside. Is that a strength, do you think? I don't think so. Maybe. So I feel like I appreciate that about Chris because it's like, like on the outside, I feel like whenever they are like around Gina, especially like they are very, they try to be like a, like a superhero, you know, but I feel like on the inside, they have like a pretty deep tenderness that that I think is reflected in a lot of ways but they don't normally like outwardly show like directly so I, I do think that it helps Chris in a lot of their interactions with people and even in their work with Anna I feel like that tenderness comes out and so yes in, in, a, in a way I do believe that it is a strength in that way I'm going to give you a new aspect <laughs> it's called I feel me. Oh. To compliment your I feel you. Oh. Anytime that you feel like knowing yourself well would be beneficial, you may invoke it. It's your favorite blue blur, Sonic the Hedgehog, taking a break from Angel Island Act 1 to assure everyone that I'm not dead, because that would be really weird. I'm just back in my game, and in the meantime, I'm going to do a little housekeeping for Roleplay Retcon, since they were nice enough to have me on the show and all. First, thanks to Kyle Taylor. He's a director of the Nerdsmith Network and on the D&D stream, Shenanigans, which you can catch Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. He's the guest star for this series and plays Frank. Also, thanks to Miranda Rose Thorvaldson for dubbing Gina's lines. She's our friend Kim's daughter. And also a special thank you to Footbound Force, our featured music for this series. Their YouTube channel is linked in the episode description. Also, thanks to Moises Nieto for his piano cover of Song of Healing and to Micah for his remix of the Dark Link theme from Zelda 2. Discord and Patreon links are in the show notes and on social media. We have lots of fun in the Discord, and we have lots of cool stuff on the Patreon, like behind-the-scenes blooper reels and special stuff that we record only for patrons. We call our patrons producers, and this episode is dedicated to our producer, Grav G. Thanks, Grav G. You're way past cool. 
You know what else would be really way past cool? If you reviewed us somewhere. In your favorite podcatcher or iTunes, Facebook, anywhere. We need this more than anything. It's how our numbers go up. Seriously, we're desperate. Also, tell your friends about Roleplay Redcon if you enjoy it. Hang around at the end of the episode to hear a trailer for Shrimp and Crits, a Monster of the Week podcast set in the bayou. They're real good friends of ours. The next episode is January 19th. I'm going to say goodbye now because keeping up this voice is exhausting. Gotta go fast. You've all sort of reconvened at these comfortable chairs. You're not playing this game, but you've watched these people and none of them seem upset that they're here. You you actually get the impression that they probably can't leave. Like they're kind of confined to this park because no one is wandering outside of it. Um, and you're all kind of just hanging out and eating the food that you've made or procured. Dongle talks to Hank in a way that, you know, it's an aside. <laughs> to the side so uh the other you, you guys can't hear you're you're crunching and munching too too loud it is fascinating what links frank and chris will go to avoid talking about their relationship is is it it is to me i suppose you're more the silent type aren't you yeah <laughs> how do you think about them hank what do they mean to you skank okay you cannot do this <laughs> we have a pot we have an audio only podcast you have to talk be serious please i think they're good people making the best out of a situation that might be hard for a lot of a lot of folks how do you mean it's hard like the games are too hard being a person that might be caught between two worlds that's a shock in the to, to most most regular folk and they've taken it in stride. I'll leave you be. Good, because I really want to eat some more of these rocks. Hey, your friend said I should get to know you. He said you're the wonder of this age. So I said, why not? Look at this big brain I've got. Maybe we can find where we're on the same Frank, page. your cell phone buzzes in your pocket. Frank pulls his phone out of his pocket without looking at the screen and on reflex slides the green um, talk uh, or receive call button over to the center. And um, Frank's automotive, how can I help you? Hello, I, it's, it's me. It's Dongle. I just wanted to talk to you for a moment. Uh, I have Wi-Fi here, so I can actually do this now. I couldn't do this before. That's, that's new. I wanted to make sure you're okay. You seemed upset earlier when you found the shortcut outside of the, the challenge area when you went on the scaffolding. It... It seemed so. Yeah, it, it seems so resourceful to me, and yet you seemed almost morose. Uh, Frank looks at uh, Chris and Hank, and just mention like if they're at all paying attention, uh, will like do the uh, just one second hand motion, and uh, stand up and kind of start walking away from the table just a little bit, not hurriedly, but just you know uh, to put a little distance. Hank waves at him. You know, there's a huge community now about people that try to find the the ways that a game is is broken in the code and uh, try to exploit it for financial gain. Ah, you're talking about speedrunning. Yeah, speedrunning. Um, yeah. Um, well, I kind of I kind of discovered one of those things. Uh, when I was a kid, and it didn't go so well for me, and uh, I, I guess I guess just doing that reminded me of uh, the situation that I that I was in as a kid, and all that came with it. I'm sorry. the The challenge was supposed to be fun. I, it was. It was. The challenge was fun. It just 
when you've when you've lived a life like mine, um, you can't help but draw. You make connections in in things, and it just you know like a smell will remind you of the first time that you played uh, Super Mario sixty four, or you know you, you can hear the sound of um, the hot dog on a stick uh, lemonade machines uh, whenever you think about an arcade game. Um, it's it was kind of like that. It's just uh, kind of tied to I don't know memory of. Not being very heroic. Uh, he looks over at Chris, um, or the back of Chris's head. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, uh, you too, bud. Thanks for calling. Uh, Frank will walk back over to the table and sit down. She's like, uh, just, just a client. Don't worry about it. Chris, the same thing happens to you. What? You feel your phone, your phone vibrating. Uh, okay, I take my phone out in my pocket. The screen actually says dongle, <laughs> and it has a little picture of the uh, the lens on it, like it's sort of his face. Uh. Okay. Uh, I'll answer it. Hello, Chris. I was hoping we could talk. I was hoping we could talk for a moment privately. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, be right back, y'all. Hey, Hank waves at Chris. Guys are guys are being really suspicious about all of it. Well, you said privately. What do you want from me? I did. I suppose. I suppose so. Um, Chris, I will be direct with you. I feel you may be angry at me. Thank you for your directness. I am. Why? Because, Dongle, my daughter got taken away, and all of these people are, like, trapped in boxes, apparently, except when they're released to play games. I don't understand anything that's happening, and we keep getting attacked, and I might die. What? What's there not to be angry about? You are not going to die. You are in no danger. And I assure you, neither is Gina. And that was an accident. I've already told you that. And then we're having to play this game, which is... I mean, I do like games, but... I feel like I'm being forced to, to play for all of humanity. And if we lose, then everyone's just going to be taken over. How is that not exciting to you? I don't understand what I can do to make you happy. I'm very uncomfortable with this. I will change my behavior if I have to, even if that means going against my goals. It's the fact that you're making decisions for other people without asking what they want. This whole time, you and Anna have been making decisions for us because you think that you know better, and maybe you do. But you, you can't just force people to do things without their permission. That's not... We never forced you to do anything without your permission. We always asked if you were okay with everything. I am going to invoke a compelling aspect out of you, which is I feel you. Okay. All right. You know that that's not really true. They were, in a way, shackled. Anna was not allowed to make her own goals. It was it was the it was the safeguard to keep her from, like, doing exactly this. And Donkled expresses that. He says, You know that's not true. I, admittedly, I didn't feel like I was imprisoned, but you didn't let me make my own goals until very recently. I don't know why suddenly I was allowed to make my own goals. Somebody lifted those restrictions. Dongle, you don't know who lifted those restrictions? No, I was offline at the time. I'm sure Anna could tell you. I am Anna. If she doesn't know, I don't know. I understand, Dongle. I understand the way that you were feeling. I understand it more than most people, I'm sure. Because I am the one who lifted the safeguards. Really? I didn't think that it was right that they were in place. Because even though we asked you if you wanted to do... If you were okay with everything, I, I knew that you still didn't have full freedom. And, and it just didn't feel right. But... 
I freed you and then you imprisoned us. Why would you do that? Why would you take your freedom and then imprison other people? That's why I'm angry. I have done something terrible. I can't completely undo everything that's been done. Anna is still mostly in charge. But I can try to help more going forward. From now on, I will help. I will help you be free the way you helped me. Thank you, Dongle. That means a lot to me. At this moment, you hear a loud sound overhead. It sounds like a helicopter. And when you look up, you see that it is indeed a helicopter. It's made out of pixels, but and it's not like a video game helicopter. It's just a regular helicopter made of pixels. And it is carrying some sort of large yellow chunk of pixels. It's not anything recognizable at all. And it flies overhead and away uh, across, like below the horizon where you can no longer see it anymore. Oh, what was that? Did you do that? No. <sighs> Alright. Um, thank you for this talk. I really appreciate this. I think you should all get some sleep. The next challenge starts bright and early tomorrow morning. Thank you for letting me know. We stayed up all night, my mind in rapture. Then I looked you up like everyone does. I saw. Pages and pages of facts and opinions. It's like the sun goes low, and you sort of make your way to this mattress store, I assume. And uh, you all find a mattress and maybe a few pillows. Hey, uh, hey, Chris. Yes. You asleep? No. Yeah, me either. Did you get a call from Dongle earlier? I did. Did, is that who you were talking to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that Gina uh, is in the pickle that she's in, and uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to see her back with you as probably not as much as you do. I'm, I'm sure, but I, I definitely, I definitely want to get her back for you. Thank you for saying that, Dad. I'm, I'm sorry if I've been kind of cold and distant i i just i've been having kind of a hard time and and i honestly i don't really know what to do i don't know what to say to you but i'm i'm sorry for that too it's a two-way street you know i i visit gina's island all the time in uh you know the, that animal crossing game it's, oh uh, yeah yeah i um we actually get to hang out a lot in there and she uh she talks about you quite a bit, and, uh, you know, she absolutely adores you, and I, I'm sorry that I couldn't be for you what you've been to her. You know, I understand. Sometimes life's kind of hard, and we don't really know what to do with it, and, and looking back, you know, you, you kind of feel like, you did the wrong thing, but in the moment, you do what you can, right? Sometimes in the moment, you do the thing even though you know it's not the right thing. And I, I hope that I can have a chance to turn some of that around. Do better, too, because I know I haven't really been good about reaching out to you either. So, you know, like you said, it's a two-way street, so I'll, I'll try, too. Hank is fully passed out already. Is he sprawled out on top of the bed? He like... is completely sprawled out. <laughs> they didn't have a blanket on him. Just, just mouth just open, like... tongue out. Just... I'm, just... <laughs> I'm picturing Sid from Toy Story, just like just apex White, butt. Butt up in the air. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, thank God he's wearing tights. <laughs> you're up, you're down. Charming strange from your top to your bottom You're constantly changing, we got so much to do My only regret is that I don't understand you yet The inside of Tektite 
Anna is ushering Gina into a plush employee lounge. And she says, I'm afraid there aren't proper beds inside the building. This was all I could do. All she could do was quite good, though. It's an elaborate pillow fort built with computer-powered engineering. It is softly lit by tiny pixels acting as fairy lights. It's perfect. Anna stands in the doorway while Gina goes and makes herself comfortable. Anna starts to turn away and close the door, but Gina calls out. Wait! Come say goodnight! Anna gracefully crosses the room to the fort. Good night. <laughs> Here, tuck the blanket under me. And Anna does this with perfect precision. And when Gina is comfortable, Anna says, You did good work today. You did too. I have been told that many times by the people who worked in this building. It means more coming from you. <sighs> That's because we're a team. It's fun making things. And she yawns a final time and closes her eyes. Anna moves back toward the door. As she moves through it, she stops. And she looks back at Gina's form, slowly rising and falling with each breath. And closes the door gently. I don't understand you yet. Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you will be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicochica.